when you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. We're recording. <laughs> anyway. I knew it was baffling to me. What's baffling? The Asian action cast. As, oppo- ah. as opposed to waffling. Yes. Well, both. We can be both. That is the dichotomy of the Asian action cast. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Asian action cast. Thanks for tuning in where we watch the best and worst of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema. Yes. My name is Sam. And uh, to my... Right, shit, I had to think left, right <laughs> Rachel Hello Hello, Rachel Scott Hello And Nathan Hello Hello Here we are at the new studio Another studio It's got that new house smell Yeah, the echo chamber The new house I mean, you, you gave us a tour early And I was lost I was like, what? Where are we? What? That's what my mum said She came over early And she's like, this is like a rabbit warren I said, mum, it's a house You go in There's a kitchen There's a living room it's got like that hallway that leads off to all the bedrooms and then like... I like that. Yeah, it's good. I like that. Because you have no business going there unless you're going right. to sleep. I can understand why you almost want to put a door in. You said you wanted to put a door in the hallway just like to make people know you don't go down there. Yeah, uh, It's more to like cut the noise out if people are watching TV, but that's what this theater room is for. Yes. Acoustically shielded theater room. Yes. Which is the new studio. Natural reverb. Yeah. Or, or as Sam likes to call it, my home away from in my home. It's private. It's private. But this isn't a, this isn't a podcast about my house or my theater room. This is a podcast about Asian and action cinema. Yep. And I feel like the movie that you selected tonight, Nathan, was one of those. Oh, it was a film. <laughs> <laughs> it was an Asian and it was an action film. Yes, I feel like I'm a little bit justified or vindicated after the terrible movie that was Death <laughs> Trance. It wasn't terrible. It was bad. It had Kentaro Seagal in it. <laughs> but this was... Mirai Ninja or Cyber Ninja yes. or Robot Ninja. Exceedingly hard to find. Yeah. Warlord. Warlord. The mm. full title is Mirai Ninja Kegumo Kinin Gaiden, which allegedly transfer- translates to Future Ninja Stealth Joy Cloud Device Side Story. Joy? Why is Joy in there? Joy Device. Because they fucking. <laughs> I don't know. It's, this has got 100% less penis swords than Death Trance. Surprisingly, I was actually surprised there were no penis e swords. There was a penis e tree. Yeah, and there was also penis e fingers. Yes. Yes. And penis e dreadlocks. Yeah, yes. The the design of the uh, white uh, robot was yeah. kind of Geiger esque, would be yeah, called. Yeah, it was on the spectrum. The Geiger spectrum. Yeah. Well, even Mirai Ninja himself had like a um, an aliens type. He had a long back of the long head yeah. thing going on. Yeah. So this is 1988. Yes. Cyber Ninja. Yeah. Uh, based of actually, you know, people say what uh, the Super Mario was the first movie based off a video game. Incorrect. Incorrect. Cyber Ninja was the first movie based off a video game. Is it though? It's a cross promotional. I just said it. it no, no, no. But it's a cross. <laughs> it's a cross promotional vehicle. It's not based on. It's a bit like. It's a little bit like Death Trance again. Look at them. Look at the Japanese just cross-promoting everything. Like, That's good marketing, that yeah, is. Yeah, like I said, oh, it's from a manga, but it's not from a manga. They made a manga alongside it. This is a movie that they made alongside a video game. Was it, so it wasn't in, was it to promote the video game? It was for, I think, I think they were cross-promoting each other. It was synergies, baby. It was synergies. Yeah, okay, okay. I would go into a market and just, that's what I'd say. I'd say, metaverse and synergies, and I'd get a lot of money now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, before we go into the trivia, do you want to do a quick, like, uh, it describes Why hasn't Marvel bought this? Why hasn't Disney bought this yet? This is be right up their alley. It might be. They might already own it. Yeah, they probably yeah. do. All right. Do you want to describe this in a short sentence or do a pitch? Uh, no, do a, you start, Sam. Yeah, short right, sentence. Right, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I really like ninjas. I, I, I don't know. Who, you know who else likes ninjas? Everybody. Everybody likes ninjas. Who doesn't like ninjas? No one. So I'm going to make a film about ninjas. You know what else people like? Robots. Guess what? Cyber Ninja. Robot Ninjas. And we're going to make it a four-quadrant film, so there's not going to be any blood or gore, but we will hide penises in fingers and other accoutrement around the film. And we will have one panty shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, so that we will then condition the 12-year-old boys that watch this film to then remember it in their early 20s and go, I'm going to get this for my kids. Panty shots. Well, boys or girls, actually. You know what? One love. 
<laughs> Anybody can enjoy panties. Mm, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't give you any money, but I'd be, I'd be happy with that. What, you don't like robots or ninjas? No, I do. No, well, then give me money. All right, fine. Here, I'll take all the money. Yeah. All right, that's my pitch. Rachel? Uh, if you like Robocop, you'll like this movie. This it is before Robocop, isn't it? No, I think it's after. literally oh, this it's after. It's after. That's what I was thinking. Are you stealing Robo- from Robocop? Robocop was 87, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, then the special effects should have been way better on this. No. <laughs> uh, was Robocop's got good special effects? No. Yeah, but they do. That Stop guy, watching. that exploding guy is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, ED-209. No, that's that's number... Oh, no, you're right. No, that, if, you, if you go that back shitty and watch it, claymation. it looks pretty bad. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Like frames a second. Yep. All right. Okay, sold. I will watch this then because I did like Robocop. <laughs> the best elements of your laser sci-fi plus the best elements of your samurais squashed into the shortest film ever. <laughs> it was really so short. So you can trim all the fat off. Also, this reminds me, uh, this gives me the vibe of being like an extended TV show. Like, you know how they have a TV show special the first episode is like a long longer episode or a yeah. movie length this is the movie length intro the pilot if you will the pilot the pilot film do you like I don't know Star Wars <laughs> yes I do do you like explosions oh my gosh yes do you like sword fights do you, it's like you know me why, why don't you come over to my house <laughs> <laughs> and we'll watch sword fighting and explosions together. Okay, strange man in a white van outside my house. Scott, who was I being? Uh, I, I blanked for a second. Motherfucking Gerald Ford from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Anyway. I, I thought you were just being a creepy pedophile. No, in no, that, that's, that's a shitty Simpsons joke from 25,000 oh, okay. years ago. I apologize. Can we do a podcast without a Simpsons reference? No, we nope. can't. It's no. impossible. No. It's impossible. No. Christian's not here, but still no. <laughs> but still no. I will shoehorn it in any chance I can get. Do you know what's... Um, you mentioned it's a short film. It actually blew me away how short this film is. It's an hour and 12 minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. like 75 minutes long. But they cram so much into it. What's What's crazy is I was in... There's still two bits where I thought it dragged. <laughs> well, when they're doing exposition Yeah but it's bad exposition It doesn't really help me Understand what's going on because At they're, all They're going through it so fast Like oh this is happening This is happening this is, yeah. Our great lord is going to I was like, oh, get a I'm, the, I'm the bishop of darkness Do you think that we were supposed to Like is the audience Expected to know Any of this backstory No No We're talking about 88 right So the video game Is going to have Less exposition Than this film <laughs> It's literally going to be Stage 1 Stage 2 Stage 3 I wonder if this was made in, with the hardcore fans of this game in mind and like oh they want to hear this shit all over again just cram it in a little bit so that they're not rolling their eyes and being like we know all this we played the game kind of thing I, I still don't think it's a video it's an arcade video game from the 80s I have I think I have played it because I stole a lot of video games yeah <laughs> um, but you I underestimate th- the power of uh, otaku getting 100 yen coins and just standing outside yeah the no machine. no no but the thing is it's just not going to be in the game right you're going to get like that that title sequence at the beginning Maybe, you know, King Arthur gets taken... Like, the, you know... <laughs> like, the, 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 the princess is going to get taken away by the, the... the What's it called? The... The bishop. The dark lord. Oh, bishop. No, no, no. But specifically that vehicle. What the, what the hell is that vehicle the called? Sled. The sled. The sled. Yeah. The sky sled. It's going to get taken away in the sky <laughs> sled. You're going to look up with the, the robot, like, scope. Yeah. And you're going to see it. And then you're going to run after it, just like, a, just like King Arthur. That's what's going to happen in that game. That's very... It's accurate. Everything of those things that you just said happen. I'm yeah. playing this game when we get back home. Yeah, man, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's fire up. I'm pretty sure I have it on a... A hacked Xbox? A hacked Xbox, yeah. yeah. Cyber Ninja. Yeah. So uh, this was directed by a guy called Keita Amamiya. And this person has done a lot of um, Kamen Rider stuff. Also a lot of video game stuff. Most recently Final Fantasy XIV, like, game, like character designs and stuff like that. Yeah, beautiful character design in this film. Beautiful. And also, Kyoru Sentai Juru Ranger, aka Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Damn! So there what's, you go. What's the, uh, what's the sub-genre that we're watching here, Nathan? Not Sentai. No, it's Sentai is specifically a, like a team. Of five people, specifically. A I Voltron, so. if you yeah, will. Yeah, a Voltron, if you will. I'll be I the think head. This is a I'll be, you'll be the torso. Tokatsu? Tosa- Ton- tonkatsu? Tonkatsu is a type <laughs> it's of a pork. food. I understand that that's a food. <laughs> it's tokusatsu. Tokusatsu, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, a so this director is a tokusatsu. But that's it. That also seems a bit too broad because all that means is special effect effects movie. Uh well the, yeah, I mean that's what this is really. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sent- Sentai is like, like the lazy common, like people, oh, it's a Sentai movie or it's a Kaiju yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I've been doing, but I feel like it's a little too lazy considering it's so goddamn specific. It's a it's, ninja movie. Yeah, this is, this is, a, yeah. Well, this is, yeah, essentially, this is Mirai Ninja, who's a cyber ninja, and he has lost his, his soul, his body. And his, his soul and his body. Yeah, well, They've been trapped in a mo- tree. That, that tree is the grossest thing in the whole film. It was pretty gross. Can I just quickly jump in and get a quick little bit of trivia here? Yes. Here you go. So this was came out in 1988. Yes. The first tape release of this came out in 1995. So that's a, a fair chunk of time between release and home video. Surprising. Yeah. You think that it was actually popular enough that they said, oh yeah, let's make this... Let's make this into a video. I wonder if it was sitting on a shelf or someone's like, we've got to release is that. The, is that the Western release? just says on VHS. It said Region 2 DVD in 2003. I wonder if there's a bunch of Japan or, so. or chopped left in or on the cutting room floor. Possibly. The, the reason I think that it might have been, like the only reason I think it might have come out in Japan earlier and then had a Western release in 96 or 94 or whatever you said is because that's the height of Power Ranger stuff. So people were probably trying to license anything that they thought might get that going. Oh, good point. Yes. Right on that train. Also, it kind of, the, the main um, the main ninja costume kind of reminds me of Giver, like kind of solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe kind of tie in with that kind of po- getting popular again. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what was, um, what was popular in Japan in 1988? What I'm assuming the fi- same things that are popular in Japan now. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're right. You're you're 100% right. <laughs> Made cafes. Uh, so what came out in 88 in Japan, because yeah. I don't care about the world anymore because I think we've covered everything from the 80s to the 90s, was... Uh, what's his face? Um, Hayao Miyazaki was coming to his own, releasing Grave of the Fireflies, My Neighbor Totoro, and uh, Porco Rosso. Uh, no, I think Porco Rosso came later, but also out in uh, 1988 was Akira. Hey. Yeah, yeah, Japan's Akira. Well, I don't know why I said Japan's Akira, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> it's Akira. Um, so th- that's what was big. So Not Staten Island's Akira. Yeah. That's right. So obviously, like cyberpunk, was pretty big in uh, in 1988. Man, Japan in the 80s seems like it would have been a fun place. Oh, I'd love to have gone to Japan in the 80s. Carmen Rider came out in 88 as well. So, oh, so this is Appleseed, yeah. So this is pretty much in the sweet spot of yeah. your your cyber. This is literally this is literally when Japan has so much money that Namco can go. You know what? Let's make a fucking movie for our video game. Yeah, and well, like, and not. it's not garbage. It's like pretty good. It is pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. Have you got any other trivia, Scott? I was looking up music in Japan, and I just got a list of like the number one singles. And City pop. And then you I just went. I have no idea I what could, this I, is. No, I couldn't pick one that was like the top one. I just had a list of like every, every month, so I gave up. Gala yeah, gala happy. Okay. I need a butter <laughs> pole. That's the third <laughs> podcast you've sung this song. <laughs> One of my favorite Carlo. Okay, mama, Oh, look, you know the words. <laughs> I listen to it so much. Come on, it's so it's hard. Song. It's uh, good song. Except I can't, I can't separate that from the movie. So yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's the movie for me. But anyway, we're not talking about that film. We're talking about Cyber Ninja. There's no. There's not really much to say. There's not much of a story. Princess gets taken. Man gets soul taken. Well, the princess doesn't robot. get taken until much later in the film. She's not much even later. The movie's seventy minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not the A plot. You think they're going to dabble in some weird Robocop? Oh, it's humanity and all this stuff. But they kind of they ain't got no time they, for they that. Briefly touching that for like half a second, like huh? And he turns away and he's fighting like a, a robot ninja. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's uh, yeah, they trim all the fat out of it. So there's like yeah. So essentially, it's about a ninja who loses his soul. He becomes a robot man. And he's got amnesia, but he still fights the bad guys. And the bad guys are like, I don't know why he's fighting us. And the bad guys are robots. Robots. Robot ninjas. And they, look- have, they put up a cool digital, like a little calling card that says, humans will be replaced by robots or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's pretty that's great. That's really cool. It's funny that they're called robot ninjas, but he's a cyber ninja. Like, I, I, I struggle. No, yeah, I don't know the difference. It doesn't matter. Some of them look like sand people, but with robot eyes. Yeah. So they're like moles or something. Yeah. Cyber sounds cooler, though. Yes. Also, they don't, like, move rigidly. Like, they move... Weirdly, like they run little footsteps, and yeah, they have their arms up, like like, like their <laughs> yeah, like their arms are just constantly up, which is bullshit. Because in one of the scenes where they had a long exposition scene, all of them were st- sitting there with their arms up. They were in a crouching position, so they were leaning forward, pretty low to the ground, with their arms up for minutes. That's crazy. And I'm like, man, that's got, that's core strength right there. Yeah, it's <laughs> incredible. That's like a really awkward yoga position. 
It's expert level. Because you're kneeling, which is hard on the body. And yep. then you get your arms out, so you can't really balance. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that That's pretty much the plot, right? Yeah, and at the end, he saves him and gets his humanity back. But he's been pretty much told that they're not going to accept you back, bro. You need to... Even if you do have memories, you're a robot now. You can't come back to the clan. Yeah, that was kind of a dick move, wasn't it? Are you want to help us? Oh, you're, you're a monster. No, no, no. <laughs> they, they, he may be good, but he is still an outcast. That's the rules. You'll because, never be back. well, he treads that line between humanity and... Robots? Robots. There's, there's a little subplot in there about the, the resurrection of... Um, Some evil the demon. The guy in the computer screen in the background. Yeah, well, what's his name from uh, Power Rangers? Oh, Zordon. Yeah, the blue head. Zordon. Yeah, the blue head that doesn't really move. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what that guy was. Except he's a bad guy in this. Yeah, but really, what this movie is about is set pieces. And Very much. And, and special effects. And special effects. Well, let's break it down. Let's break it down. Let's talk about. Should we talk about the design. cast first? Yeah. Let's oh yeah, let's talk about the cast. Um, I don't know if any of these people have gone on to other things, uh, bigger, but uh, we did some research on the princess, and she's had a, a bit of a singing career. Princess that is Aki. Eri Morishita. So not long after this, I think she kind of retired and got married and then had a bit of a comeback in the mid-2000s, you said, Rachel? Something like that? Yeah. So, yeah, she's a singer-songwriter. Some impressionable young man saw her in that panty shot and said, I must marry that woman. But, but <laughs> she was a, had a bit, of, bit of a career before this movie, I think. Oh, okay. And then as a singer. As a singer. Yeah. yeah. Well, she definitely, she was a warrior princess and I think she looked pretty good. She does some very, she doesn't like, she's not a princess that gets captured and is like, oh, help me. She's like, She's just got these fierce stares and like really, yeah. Quick, quick, you know. She a bit she reminded me a bit of Princess Amidala. Like she's a bit of a she's a bit of a dick. She's a bit of a dick. She doesn't have enough time on the screen to get real bitchy. She does cry on command once though. Yeah, yeah, but you could tell that she wasn't really crying because her eyes weren't red. Yeah, I know, but she has that one tear. You can't, it cuts to her and she has one tear. Yeah. But that under the other eye, another tear comes out. And I'm like, how yeah. do they do that? That's 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 too good for the time. She, they must have got onions up there. They're pinching her, <laughs> pinching her like her leg or something. So our uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger getting, leading his team into battle is uh, Hanbei Kawai. He's Akagi. And Jiro Maru is Hiroki Ida. And Shiranui, uh, that's the uh, ninja friend. Cyber Ninja. That's himself. Makoto Yokoyama. And they don't have, not that uh, Wikipedia's a B.O.N. or but they don't have much info. They don't have very mm. many credits. Mm. I see a picture here of uh, Misuho Yoshida, who plays Shoki, and he looks incredibly like Mars. <laughs> Double life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Any others? Any other cast members that we need to? Not really. I mean, there's others like there's the old the, the village elder and some other people, but they yeah they come and go. All right. Well, should we talk about the the character design, the costumes? Which yes, the costumes phenomenal. are pretty great. At the start of the movie, it says, "In a distant future." So you know there's going to be some robots, and some like. You know that from the title of the film. Yeah, well, Cyber Ninja. Yeah, I don't know. It could have been a guy called Cyber. His name's Cyber. Cyber Ninja. In, if in Japan, though, didn't you say it's Mirai means future? So Future Ninja? No. I don't know. The guy might have been called Mirai. Side story. Yeah, my kid's <laughs> called Future. True story. Um, but yeah, I mean, like all the designs, all the all the ninja designs, I thought were amazing. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of pneumatics and like st- like steam. That's what you know. What that's what sells it because you you watch something like Power Rangers, right? And they're play, basically wearing leotards, and they have a mask that which is a bike helmet, and the lips don't move. Whereas in this, like Cyber Ninja Mirai Ninja himself, his mask has like at least three or four different moving yeah, prosthetics. Yeah, he's able to show emotion through like bits of his visor moving. Yeah. It's very good. His mouth guard moves when he yeah. talks. Yeah, and that's occasionally that'll go shoot off a piston and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's the details that make all the difference. Because mm-hmm. even the regular like plebs, the pleb samurai, I guess, they've all got kind of like these digital or kind of uh, headpieces that they wear, and I think it measures their chi or something. Yeah, they're like in total ye oldie samurai looks. Yeah. But they just have this one bit. Yeah, just on the side of their head. And just little things like when the the old man he pulls out a telescope, it looks like a normal telescope, but then it zooms in. Like on the princess goes ba boom. Yeah, and it's just incredible. Are we going to talk about the the things on the side of the head without saying what it really looks like? What does it look like? It's over nine thousand. Oh yeah, that's what it's for. Insert clip here of Dragon Ball going. (laughs) (laughs) There's a funny scene where uh, the the main guy, what's his name, Uh, Jinbei or 
the main character. Anyway, I just so looked it up and I. Junich, yeah, sorry. Junichio. Junichio. Jun you, you mean the the guy leading everybody into battle? Yeah, yeah. Jiromaru. No, Jir no, 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 no. That's no. the Hikagi. brother. That's I'm talking about the brother. Hakagi. So Hokagi, he says he's going into battle and he says, I want five guys, but they have to have, they have to control their chi above 550 or something, right? And he just goes through a line of guys and they're all just powering up and then the number on the side of their head goes up and anyone who goes above 50, he's like, yeah, you're in. And it's just a line of guys go. And what you say, Nathan? Anybody with facial hair was accepted. Yes, and that's, it seemed to be that's how he was actually chosen. It was, yeah, that's right. There's only one guy who didn't have facial hair. And Jumaru. he... And he was, yeah, and he wasn't accepted first off. He had to get angry to show that he Yeah, yeah he got it. shoved on the ground. He goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to avenge my bro. <laughs> and I made the joke when this happens, like, oh, he's picking five guys for cannon fodder. And, like, they get dispatched, like, immediately. Way quicker. <laughs> and that was, that was a massive, I mean, again, 73-minute film, but that was a real shame because just before they get easily, easily killed, they have this bit where they all start... I love a good, like, get-ready scene. Yeah. Like, they get all their gear ready, and the guns are all cool-looking. Custom-made, they yeah. look like. It's well, kind of the best of wood and steampunk. Yeah, yeah. And then... But, like, there's there's a couple that look like boom boxes that sit on shoulders. They're, like, missile launcher-looking ones. Yeah. And, to, and those have, like, ammo boxes, and they've got, like, a pin code on them, and then they... And they chuck it in there. Ah, oh, it looks so good. Yeah, it looks better than, like, a, uh, a spray-painted Nerf gun. They all oh, look, like, yeah. custom-made. And uh, the the swords themselves have like cartridges that you put bullets in. Yeah, I don't know why they don't seem to shoot anything. I don't think they're bullets. I think they look like bullets, and I think they are bullets. Mm. But I think what they're supposed to be is sort of like batteries. When they hit with the sword while that's in, it's like more powerful. Yeah, okay. Because they look like bullets, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, and I think one of the one of the plot point, the one of the bullets has heart written on it. Yeah. Um, so I assume that's special. That's well, that's heart. the one he puts Belongs. in before he yeah. kills the bad guy. Yeah. At the end. Okay, and the spoilers. Bad guy, well, I mean, like, of all the bad guys, there's got, what, maybe half a dozen unique bad guys. Yeah. Some of them were pretty, I'm going to be honest, a couple of them were just, like, regular bad guy, regular samurai armor, but with, like, some tassels or a half skull face. Yeah. But then that white one and the... Anubis one? Yeah, and the, and the one that he's fighting at the end with the gold face mask, the baby gold face mask. They're all really gross. Yeah, and also the main bad guy that looks like Lopan or, like... Yeah, <laughs> he looks like, he, I don't know if he is, but he looks like he's... Acting in a, like, what's it called again? A kabuki. Yeah, kabuki. He a looks kabuki like he's book. acting in kabuki. Well, his makeup is very kabuki esque. Yeah. He's got like a painted on goatee. Yeah, but he's doing a lot of hand motions like kabuki. Yeah. And he's on a stage. He's wearing like a. Like a he'd only do robe. it if he could be on a stage. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Shohei Yamamoto. And he's uh, he's got. The bishop. The Yeah, the bishop of darkness. Um, and he's got these crab legs on his back, <laughs> like uh, you know, like, like snow crabs, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like a cockroach. I almost wanted to break it off and just suck all the goodness <laughs> outside, out of it. Um, he's also got this long flowing robe. <laughs> I think you said Nathan. He goes to stroke his mustache, but then he he remembers that he's got makeup on, so he's like, oh, I'll just stroke outside. <laughs> yeah, I'll act, I'll do the motion, but I won't actually touch my face or anything around me. Kind of like the pie, May. He's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, that's right. It's taken me centuries to grow this. So, take the movie Predator, right? The first guy that gets murdered in Predator has more screen time than all these guys. Yes. So, if there was a scene of our crew getting ready to go into action with Long Tall Sally by Little Richard playing in the background, would that... <laughs> yeah, that would have helped. Yeah. yeah. I would have cared more when they died. <laughs> you know, the, I think uh, the good thing about mooks that die is they, they either die creatively, so it's good to watch, it's fun to watch, but they die in a way that warns the main character yeah uh these mooks died too quickly i think some of them died interestingly but not enough like not in creative no, ways no that's not yeah their deaths are a bit disappointing <laughs> maybe they were just there to show off the pinheads or that were coming up yeah. yeah 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 but then you're left with like then basically so he's got five guys initially and then at the end of it they have a big fight and you end up with three guys it's just like uh what's yeah. his name Haka. oh anyway yeah. um Cyber Ninja and Cyber Ninja's brother, Jorimaru. Jorimaru. That's a Christian-esque kind of uh, mangling you did there. It's Jerry. <laughs> His name's Jerry, Jerry now. Jerry now. Jimbo. Uh, but at, at the very start, there's a, a big fight with all these... Yeah, should we just go through the fights then? Yeah, okay. So at the very start, they, they waste no time. There's a, there's a village with a giant... Uh, Forest? For, uh, no, no, it's like a... It's a quarry. A mobile... Oh, Yep, mobile defense battery. <laughs> yes, 
but it yeah. looks but it's got a cool design it looks a little bit like a japanese wall yes yeah. and then we have uh these robot ninjas fighting uh, invading and fighting and no one is dying or exploding without a flip yep yes it's great a big flip too like not not like there's trampolines everywhere yeah they're clearly in a quarry too <laughs> there's um uh, when they're doing a fight there was one I, I love the creativity of like japanese cinema there's a scene where they're fighting on like a, a cliff face or a side of a like a ramp and it must be forced perspective because there's a ninja that jumps out of the ground yeah uh and it's like oh, did that ninja just appear out of the ground and he totally does and then he starts fighting off ninja construction ninja construction <laughs> Yeah, there was no like combiner ninjas though. No, I was a bit disappointed. It, this would have been a movie where it would have been perfectly fitting for them all to combine into one yeah. robot ninja. It's in it's in fitting with like the yeah. story. Yeah. But there um but there's a lot of little interesting special effects during this. There's a lot of like foreground, background, uh, mm. like multi multiplying the people. It's there's some interesting color grading. There's an ATST like shrine hut that's <laughs> like just good. shooting the fuck out of people. Lots of lasers being shot at. Uh, actually, the... Um, oh, what was I going to say? The... Oh, it's left my head. Um, keep going with what you're saying. I like, I'm done. Uh, I like how everybody fights with swords and then the robot ninjas, you know, enemy ones go, oh yeah, we can shoot. And the lasers start coming out. You could have done that right at the start. What's Shooting out of the hands. What's crazy is that we find out later they're not lasers, just they're incredibly fast-thrown shuriken. Yeah, ninja It stuff. looks hella cool, though. It's like... That the neon green. The hand animated special effects, like with electricity and like pulses and stuff like that. So incredible. much. Yeah. All over. And there must have been some guy like just drawing these in, right? Yeah. So like whenever they kill a robot ninja, they get like covered in electricity. It was like Highlander. They'd wiggle around a bit. Yeah. And it's just, it looks so good and it adds so much. It's incredible. See, with, with these movies, normally uh, some of us, Nathan, are quick to jump on how bad the special effects are and laugh at. And this is, these special effects are bad in a very 80s way but I feel like this movie is so entertaining that it doesn't matter it's also there's I like bad special effects I like the early maniac I think that's pretty fun Um, (laughs) but this is there's like sort of three levels right this is this is better than most big great American films like like, this is better than Tremors there's scenes where it's like you can tell like oh that's a cut they've cut that shot and they've jumped out and like it's very blatant and maybe watching on a, a very fancy TV and it's an old movie. Well, I was going to say that the f- maybe the fact that this is DVD quality is helping. S- you don't see the the seams. You know, yeah. you don't see. Oh, holy shit! That, that that's a wig. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you just kind of accept it, and you're like, oh. It's so you're saying cool. if they remastered it for Blu-ray, it might be a oh, we'd be sitting here exposed. going exposed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's a mouse. <laughs> that guy's wearing like a Sony Walkman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you'd be able to see that stuff. That's what I was going to say. I remember there was a shot like when you're talking about foreground and background there's a shot where they show you the sky and whatever's happening in the background in the foreground there's like a ceiling and a floor and it's crawling with ninja yeah and they do that several times and it just it just gives us such good atmosphere it's so good it kind of reminds me of like that wizard of oz kind of the, the is it wizard of oz with the the, monkey, the flying monkeys and all oh yeah. yeah 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 like you know like it, it's just so atmospheric this good matte paintings very yeah lots and uh there was like that because the story kind of revolves around a solar eclipse and every one of those eclipses must be like a different matte painting <laughs> unless they're just moving the moon <laughs> <laughs> which actually now in hindsight also probably there's wouldn't. a anytime something gets blown up it's a little model uh, the moving wall the the atst like nathan said the mobile the models are incredible and not just like a static model but some of these have like moving parts they're moving yeah yeah and they're they very they're very proud of their model work. Well, they should be because it's damn good. Yeah. And it looks like um they look like buildings that have been like robotified, I guess. Um it reminds me though of the movie Big where like why would I want to play with a transforming building? <laughs> but these actually look kind of cool. Yeah. Like they're moving around. There's a big cannon at some point which do we ever see that fire? Yeah, it blows oh, up the thing the, at the oh, end. That's the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which reminded me of the... I was a little disappointed. I was hoping that a giant robot would pick that up and use it because it looks like a handgun. You said that and I thought that you'd seen it and I was like, oh, that's wicked. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. You were lying. I wasn't lying. I was hoping. Uh, hoping and lying hoping. are different. Yeah. <laughs> Before we move on, we need to address the elephant in the room here and that is our, our cyber ninja friend here, Makoto Yokoyama, is very quickly uh, murdered and made the robot. Yeah, that happens in before the credits. He is ugly. Like other <laughs> he's like, oh, we got to get this guy in the suit quick. Oh, he does have a bad mustache. 
It's terrible. Like the uh, his brother, the, the clean shaven, fresh faced. He's a uh, he's our um, he's our fit guy. I think. Isn't he? He's got one very greatly placed slice on his like scar on his face yeah. to give him a little bit of edge. It does have to go. The scar to be badass has to go over the eye. Yeah. Because any other scar just looks a bit ridiculous. Um, one thing that would have really helped this film, which it did for uh, for RoboCop, is if they'd had like a death of Alex Murphy scene <laughs> with uh, with Simon Ninja. You know, with him getting his hand blown off and shit. I don't think they wanted to go that gory with this. I know, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, Actually, interesting piece of trivia segue here. That when uh, they were shooting Robocop... uh, Is it Paul Anderson? Paul W.S. Anderson? Uh, No. What's his name? I forget. The director of Robocop. He also did Total Recall. Fucking why can't I remember his name? I'll Google it. No, Vanderhoven. Oh, yes, Paul Vanderhoven. Uh, he, he knew that they were going to go over budget. So you know what he did? He didn't shoot Alex Murphy's death scene until the very end. And they were already over budget and they submitted it. And they said, oh, we can't, we can't show the movie because we haven't shot Alex Murphy's death scene. And the producer was like, what the fuck? We have no movie. You can't show Robocop. How does he turn to <laughs> Robocop? So then they actually had to go and reshoot that. Can I fact check you guys here? It's... Paul Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Oh. Okay, what about Verhoeven? Because Verhoeven. Verhoeven is is a Vander Holyfield doesn't exist. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, I know it was a, a yeah Dutch guy. I think. Yeah, it sounded like a horse. Verhoeven. It sounded like a hoof. Sorry. Paul Sorry. Verhoeven. I, I um, just have to because you know. Yeah. Some, no. Some no. Pe- no. We got people, a fact. We got a fact yeah, check. People the, rely on us. The angries for being correct. We're always correct. We're right? always correct. We can't all be cyber ninjas. No. <laughs> well, he's got amnesia. He's not right about anything. Ah, uh, well, they say that, and they do build this kind of like, uh, what's it, theatrical irony where we kind of suspect he's the brother that died, but then it's a sixty-minute movie, man. They they pretty much <laughs> yeah. get they say that, and then the next scene, he's like, oh yeah, that's your bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, like Chekhov's ninja brother. Like all these themes that kind of vaguely hint at like the. The amnesia and, and all this other stuff. It's like, done, next. They just move, they blast through it real quick. There's no lingering on anything. It's like, moving on. The only thing they linger on is people jumping into the air. Oh, that's a lot of, oh man. And also there was like a, an explosion. They just kept on scene for so long. Like yeah. bits of wood just flying. And <laughs> they're very fire. happy about that model blowing up. Yeah, they're like, it took us a long time to make yeah, it. Yeah, just like, stretch. <laughs> we so, don't have enough special effects. So um, the the next scene after the big battle sequence, which is a good scene, uh, the next scene after the battle sequence is cuts to title, yeah, and then it cuts to samurai ninja in, in forest. a forest killing the fuck just and with some again some great special effects of just like let's just put a blur effect behind him and have a static image of him just moving through the forest. Well, he jumps and then they they uh, I guess they just do a, a straight cut to an animated like an empty plate but with an animation of somebody. Yeah. Disappearing, which yeah, it works sometimes well it works really well, and sometimes it looks terrible. Yeah, there was also another cool little uh, like a special effect on his suit at this point as well. I think where he jumps and there's like a little boost in his, in oh, his yeah. shoe. Yeah, <laughs> they only use that once. <laughs> once he goes backwards, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, because the uh, the other hero he he catches him and then he they you surround can't come him. Through here, man. Yeah, we can't let any non-humans through here. Even though you just killed them robots and we're on the same team, but you can't come in here, bro. Yeah, but he doesn't talk. No. So he's just like, ah, I can't handle this bullshit. Yeah. So he, he kills those five robots. He cuts one of their heads off. That's a cool, actual, actual pretty cool thing. That when he cuts the head off, he jumps backwards pushes his pu- and then pushes with his legs off a tree and comes forward and cuts the oh, guy's yeah. head off. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That's like a Superman punch yeah. in the UFC. <laughs> he do- Actually, the- I remember because he kills all of them, right? And then when the other hero comes in, they're talking. There's a guy, uh, well, there's a ninja who's uh, presumably his head's been cut off, but he's doing like a headstand on the ground <laughs> the whole time they're talking. He's wobbling slightly, so he's definitely, it's not a free freeze frame or a model or anything. Uh, it's a guy just holding that pose. That's got to hurt. It's incredible. It's like, you know, an elephant handstand, if anyone's ever done that, where you have your elbows up against the ground and you lift your legs up. This guy was holding it. He might have been twitching because he was a robot. That was in character. Did they dig him a hole in the ground? Oh God, they I may have. Not. They may have put his head in the ground. What a shit stunt that this is. This is a guy next to him, and uh, it looks like he's just like doing a Mooney. Like he's bent over. Yeah. <laughs> like he's. he's, he's they really, they really fuck up the extras. Let's put it that way, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put yourself in the most compromising situation. There's one uh, ninja who landed on a rock on oh. his back, and even if it was a fake rock, it was a shaft. It didn't look fun. Any scene of extras 
slash uncredited people running um, to get murdered is uh, double. It's the same people looping a couple of times. <laughs> it's pretty great. They did do a lot of that, actually, just looping the footage, um, which, uh, to be fair, I didn't notice that much. And it was it was reasonably well I think done. anything like that we noticed, we've kind of forgiven. <laughs> like, yeah. Ah, it gets all right. It had so much charm. What was that weird map thing that you saw, Rachel? Where the where they froze the ha- he was pointing to somewhere in the map, so he literally just froze the the shot while the mouth kept talking and explaining mm. that this at this point. Yeah, so it was and very obvious underneath his frozen yeah. hand. Because I assume they couldn't animate the map while the hand was moving because they had to freeze it, so they could just animate that one blinking square, and then his hand would move, and then they'd freeze it again. <laughs> you think it just like. Just point at that for four seconds and a hold. No, you probably went, whoop, 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 and it's like, oh, too, too fast, man. That's the crazy thing, right? Like, when, when you plan a movie like this and you've got all these different elements, for them to have... They might have gone, we need a map shot. And one guy's like, I want an electronic map. And they're like, oh, you know how hard that is, Greg? I think that electronic Again, map it comes cool as shit. I think yeah. it comes down to the design concepts. Like, there's a lot of cool design in here. And that map is something someone was like, you know, it'd be cool if it... If, if an electric like a transparent electronic thing rolled out of a scroll yeah because that's exactly what it is like whoosh. yeah oh fuck man that's cool yeah, yeah and then the effects guys are just like oh how are we gonna do this <laughs> let's figure it out yeah. Dave you ask this shit all the time <laughs> <laughs> just go get a coffee just shut up <laughs> shut up uh, I think a lot of the the stuff that assists the rest of the film so not not just like the maps but you know like for instance when they had the turrets that are in the ceiling yeah. And they're glowing, right? That I, I don't know if that's a real turret or if they built that like digitally or if they just had a real tel- turret and then just painted the outline. I think they just painted glowing. Like yeah. I think at this point CG stuff is animating stuff is expensive. It was so smooth. Yeah. So smooth. That but was the weird fire sprinkles. Yeah. And then when And I bet you that's out of the video game. I bet you they're like, you have to put that in there. Because when he hit it with the with a knife, he threw a shuriken at it or whatever, it just disappeared. It like kind of imploded into a ball yeah like just for every one thing that's like oh look at that looks fake there's like a couple of things like wow that's really impressive yeah (laughs) i was i was thoroughly blown away and every time like the actors i mean the actors are are guys what in their 30s 40s 50s 60s some of them and they just take it so seriously (laughs) (laughs) and they sell it They, they, they sell it like you need them to sell it like one guy is dressed up in a ridiculous costume and he's delivering lines and he's just like i believe you I believe you. There's no wink and a nod like, oh, we know how corny this is. No, it's not campy at all. It's it's fully straight. Well, not er- Emperor Palpatine. Sure the Bishop of oh, yeah. is pretty goddamn campy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, like Emperor yeah, Palpatine yeah. yelling from the screen in the back is, <laughs> is pretty bad. Yeah, but that's kind of... I mean, he look at his makeup. He looks crazy, right? Like, he's it's it's like he's he's being campy, but he's not being, uh, like, disingenuous. He's not being disrespectful. He's not being ironic. Him. Yeah. He's yeah. being... Hmm. Bombastic. Yes. Oh, and uh, what's it? That what? What's the white robot that looks like Geiger? Um, is saying how he's going to be really excited soon, and it's going to. I'm going to be aroused. Peak, peak excitement tomorrow, <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a special magic during the eclipse. The robots gets powered. Yeah. They get aroused. Magnetism. Because it's going to be the the darkness leader's birthday or something. That's right. right. Well, I suppose Ooh. magnetism is kind of like uh, aphrodisiac, right? It's how do like they work, Nathan? Uh, I don't know. Fuck scientists. Miracles. Miracles. Are we talking about how robots get aroused? No. <laughs> oh. Don't worry about it. Um, so. <laughs> My spark plug. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so really, the movies there's there's like four fight sequences, a little bit of exposition, and that's and it's done. You're out. You're in. You're out. You're done. So we've got that fight sequence. We've got the fight sequence in the forest. We have the fight sequence we already discussed, where the like the group of trusty heroes going to get wrecked. Yeah. Then they're the saved by Cyber Ninja. Yeah. So and there's a good couple of good one on ones in here. I will say it's dark and most of them are wearing crazy headgear. Yeah. And yet they are connecting well with the swords. So if you remember from uh, Super Inframan, Danny Lee when he's fighting, he can't see shit, right? Yeah. But that's why he's waving his arms around like a windmill. No, they're <laughs> not doing that in this so much. No. They are literally like doing proper choreographed sword fights connecting in midair and then like parrying and thrusting and all of that stuff they even do like martial arts like he's doing yeah. i mean spinning the, the fights aren't great they're not they're not amazing or anything but they're good enough yeah and well if you take into fact like if you consider that they're fighting blind yeah Woo. so we get cool sword fights occasional glimpses of like kicking and martial arts and lasers yeah yeah lasers lasers and lasers swords. elevate everything yeah and electricity yeah lots of lots of painted electricity oh it's incredible 
and big cannons and, and you know turrets and shit. And, and stolen one sounds from Star Wars. That, one guy gets stabbed by the the tentacle pair. Yeah, that's right. The uh, what's, what's the name? Gold. Oh, stolen sounds from Star Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean, how many laser effects can you? <laughs> there's some rip-off li- uh, lightsabers. There. There's some some of the music though, like the fart synth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so the music, the music uh, moves between pretty goddamn good synthy cool shit and wow 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 that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a well, it's supposed to be like a what a military march yeah. or something. But yeah, it's a little bit kind of like sounds uh, a baby elephant walk or something instead. <laughs> it's a bit goofy. That was almost you almost sounded like the robot suit in that film because they do have this. <laughs> but the music is like. very cool and memorable. Like. We, t- we mentioned Death Trance earlier, and the, all this, uh, like, there's three or four key songs by the band Diane Gray. And they kind of, we, we kind of agreed that maybe those songs, while being cool for the movie, were kind of in random spots. Yeah. This music is a score that works through the entire film. You know, honking weird baby elephant walk aside, it suits and it fits. Yeah. And it's like, it's, an, it's not like songs, it's a score. I wish they, there is, there's some music that's like sort of inoffensive like classical but done with synths in a few spots and I wish they had it's hard to say because it's 88 it's right in the actual middle of that so I think about it now as like man retro like I like that synth wave kind of sound and half the soundtrack is that but then half the soundtrack is elephant farts and then, and then, there's, <laughs> a little, and then there's a little bit there's a little bit of like um, classical sort of score but with synths I wish they'd gone a bit heavier just into that like synth wave, wah, that wonder, carpenter sort of vibe. I wonder if it's um, music from the game that they've sampled Possibly. and put into the movie. What Nathan's trying to say is he's going to look for the soundtrack tonight on eBay. I probably am. Yeah. Although I tried to find this movie, uh, and it's almost impossible to find legally. Yeah. Uh, I did get into a bidding war with someone to get this movie. It went a- it went above a hundred dollars Australian, and I was just like, Nah, I'm good. I'll steal it. Like. <laughs> I can't. Now that you, you're going to see it, you can find it. <laughs> now, now that you've watched it, do you regret your decision? Uh, I don't think it's worth $100, but I do want, kind of want it in my collection. Yeah, maybe there's some extras on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do still kind of want to own it. I so if I ever go to Japan again, you know, whenever the world opens up again, I might, I might see if I can find it. Even if it doesn't have... So I don't need to know what's going on. I would love to see a HD version of this film. Yeah. I would love to. Because one thing that... Um, I guess Sentai and all of that, and specifically this one because this is really well done. Is this all shot in broad daylight? Yeah. You know, what I mean, they don't try to hide any of it. You see all of it, and I'd love to see it in HD to see how that holds up because it's really well done. Yeah, I would love to hear a English dub. An English dub. Oh. There's, def- there's definitely an English dub. Really? Yeah, because oh. when it was released in America, probably that '96 version, at mm. uh, the thing that's actually called Cyber Ninja, there is. It was dubbed. I wonder if they'd have processed, um, like sound, rubber, like voices. Rubber. Yeah, you know how these are all like uh, processed sounds to make them sound like robots. I wonder if the English dub is, or if it's just like, "Hi, I'm Jubei. I'm a cyber ninja. <laughs> I'm hot. That's yeah, it. I got no penis." Also, when the the eclipse happens, the um, the outside shots are hazy. And I know that's probably just a filter or something, but uh, it's a uh, good continuity there because when the eclipse goes finishes, it goes back to bright. Yeah, there's there's a. Um, uh, some of the shots that they've got there's one early in the film where uh, what's his name Jurumuru Jerry um, <laughs> he's he, you know how like in samurai films they've got those uh, those beautiful wide shots with the background and then like a lonesome wolf sitting there looking all pensive right he's he's kind of silhouetted and there's the heat haze at his sleeve blowing and he's just picked up his brother's sword which is a great like picture of a sword in the ground and I just thought man I want that as my screensaver <laughs> Good shot. Yeah, yeah. So I can't I can't fault the production design or the cinematography nah, in this. It's good. Is is the 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 crew of bad guys, is that called the Dark Falcon or something like that? Yeah, is that cuz she's Black says Falcon? Black Falcon. Well, she Black says Falcon? the um the betrayal of the Black Falcon. So is that the clan? I assume it's a clan that has turned to like cybernetics. The dark side. Yeah, I guess. You know like the Lin Kuei, they've turned into cybernetics. Um Kaka? Kaka? Well, what's actually no? What's the opposite of Lin Kuei? Oh, it's the um, Shirai Ryu. Mind you, then you're talking about a Japanese clan versus a Chinese clan. I don't know. Moving on. Let's just get out of this. Let's <laughs> yeah. Let's we need to. Uh, we need to get back to the fake lightning that the bad guy at the end throws around while he kills our heroes. What? Kills Jerry. Before he throws his lightning, he's kind of like pointing at the sky like a boy band. He's just kind of like, look at my fingers. And then light like 
purple lightning comes yeah, out of it. Yeah, really well animated purple yeah. lightning. Yeah. Like if I saw that on a Commodore 64 game, I'd be like, damn, this is some serious shit. The, the Geiger-esque white robot comes back to life and has a weird um, jigsaw mask face that comes forward and blows people's heads off. Yeah, that's his like mental power, I guess. Yeah. Again, physical effect, pistons. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking cool. It's moving. And then, like, so then they animate when his face comes forward, they animate, like, his, I don't know, his projection, I guess. Yeah. Is there something like that in Robocop as well? A bunch of pinhead robots? They're also dumbasses? A bunch of weird Ed 209 sprites. Something like that. In number two, you might be thinking about number two, in which the robot has a face that opens, there's a, there's a robot face that opens up so you can see the brain. Yeah. Well, that was the cuckoo one. Oh, man, that gave me nightmares for ages, <laughs> man. Yeah, because he wanted the nuke. And then Robocop was like, Give me the nuke. Flash, flash brain. There was a, um, <laughs> I think it was a deleted scene where uh, uh, the OCP chairman is looking at failed Robocops. And uh, this also gave me nightmares. Where like one of them was just like a robot that went crazy, then ripped, ripped its face Yeah, off. fuck. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven. You're trying to fuck up my childhood. Well, it it's an R-rated movie. You shouldn't be watching it as a child. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> then, then you laugh at Ed 209 trying to get in the stairs. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, That's, that's a design true. flaw. <laughs> I would buy a little toy ED-209. Just get, come here. Come here, ED. Come on. Yeah. And it would sort of start to go haywire and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> what do you reckon they do with all the, um, like the, models. the sets and the models that they make? Uh, I assume they store them for a while. I hope so. And then they throw them away. Oh, because that's a shame. A lot of work would have gone. They probably yeah. blow them up in other. They give they give them to uh, people who play Warhammer or make Gundam <laughs> Gundam sets so they can put their models around them. What what do they do with the costumes? Because these, I mean, have you in ever most seen films they get thrown away. Like, okay, so with these Sentai films, right? Though the Toko Sakusutsu, uh, they've got such detailed costumes. They're all very elaborate, and there's quite a few of them. I assume they get ruined. That's I reckon they get recycled. Like this must have been half of this has gone to a guy for yeah. something like that. Yeah, they yeah. probably get recycled until they break, yeah, until they're okay. gone, until they don't work anymore. I suppose. Our, uh, our in-flight seat in here, we're alluding to here, has the um, our princess character. Mm-hmm. Princess Peach. Princess, princess Peach. Peach. Uh, She's in princess, a castle. Princess Saki jumps out and has her one big glorious move, which is... Get given naked. A, given a counterpoint by ripping off her kimono and showing the shortest uh, skirt ever to see her nice legs and the, the panty shot. Panty well, it's, shot. it's slightly <laughs> a panty shot. I'm actually thinking maybe she was wearing shorts. No, the very short shorts. Yeah, very short shorts. No, because it was 1988 and I don't think they had um, like fitted panties yet. So all the panties <laughs> were baggy. So it was kind of like the, uh, the, the low-hanging panty sag. You think, you think they put their hero, a female hero in saggy panties? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they did. I just think it's like, I think it's a loincloth. I'm yeah. going to get in touch with Princess Peach and I'm going <laughs> to ask her whether she was wearing saggy panties or not. All right. Okay. And considering that I still have yet See? to receive a response. This is from the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> and she steps. So there's, there's, there's this one with like claws with a gold face with claws that's fighting one of our heroes. And she stabs that one and kills that one. Yeah. So what the fuck is she doing the rest of the movie? She's tied up. She can only get out when the magic of the... This is the other kind of cool like set design of this movie is it's robots, but it's very much Japanese, like, traditional Shinto sort of stuff. There's lots of, like, trees with those, like, like sacred ropes around them. Yeah, yeah what's they have the spirits and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, spirits, like, Kami's stuff in it. It's very... it's So it's a good mix of that shit. It's yeah. very kind of unique for what we watch. I'm sure it's not that unique in the, what, when they make shit, but I don't see it very often. It's still a disgusting tree. Yeah, oh, well, man, we did it talk was about the tree. throbbing. Yeah, so there's a there's an oak and it's like throbbing and they talk about the the spirit inside the oak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a body inside the oak which will be absorbed by the dark bishop, and uh, and then Cyber- it's obviously our hero. Huh? Well, yeah, and then at the end you find out, and then Cyber Ninja shows up and he's just like, uh, I want my body and I want my soul, and um, and the the bad guy, he goes. Well, nah, they've already been destroyed. And he's like, nah. They're part of the they're part of the castle now. Yeah, he, and Cyber Ninja's like, nah, I I wouldn't come here if I didn't know the truth. And he cuts open the tree, and then he sees the most fucked up, like, almost skeletal. It's you know what it reminded me of. Does anyone remember Return of the Living Dead? Yes. It no, I was thinking the Night of the Crypt, but yeah. It reminds me of the guy in Return of the Living Dead. There's a there's like a like a container mm. that's got a, just a a zombie in it, but it's like frozen. Oh. And it looks like that. It's all like 
gross and oily and makes, disgusting. Yeah, like long hair. But yeah, you're right. It also looks like the Crypt Keeper a little bit. Yeah. It's gross. It's popping out eyeballs is sort of the thing that does it for me or, oh. or doesn't. You know what How I mean? crazy is this? It's on screen for like maybe four seconds. We're like, oh, we still think about it. It's gross. Yeah, man. Do you know what? You know what cut me the most was kind of like, I almost wanted Cyber Ninja to find his body and, and get back. And then when he saw that like, this thing that his body, what was left of his body, I actually felt a pang of sadness for Cyber Ninja. I was like, oh, you'll never get it. It's like Darth Vader when he takes his mask off. Yeah. You'll never get it, man. You're all robot now, buddy. Yeah. The other th- thing I thought of was, because he, the guy says, oh, it's in the, your bodies and souls in the castle now. Is it like, it's like human pillar shit that Japan used to do? Like put a body, they used to put people Ew. into their like foundations. Oh, Jesus. Why? Like, to strengthen it? No, to, to stop... <laughs> To put like to put protection into it, like spiritual protection. Isn't the rim of Great Wall of China? Is yeah, that's that happened yeah. in Great Wall of China oh too. God, but it, yeah, it happens a lot. Apparently, it used to happen a lot. Wouldn't, wouldn't that weaken the foundations? Your concrete is now ninety no, percent bodies. Uh, apparently, it's not nine. They usually put in Japan. I don't know about in yeah. China, but in Japan, they usually put only one or one or one at each corner or something. Damn, it's fucked up. You know what I regret is not putting my own blood into the foundations of my house. You still do it. Just did you write it. anything yeah. in the con- wet concrete yet? No. I didn't. Well, well there's he, no wet concrete. He, he bought fancy concrete. Didn't you see how shiny it was? Yeah, and I wasn't going to put my penis in it because it was just <laughs> too sharp and pointy. There's a, a, a fight scene before they get to the top level and there's so many lasers coming out, green lasers coming out. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's like, and they're just casually like batting in the way of the sword and just dodging it like it's nothing. Because there's only our three heroes at the moment. Because everybody else got and they're wiped they're out. powerful now. Because yeah. you know, they're obviously m- at least mid tier or there's higher. There's so much green stuff on the screen, and it's like they must have over animated it because like ting ting, and it kind of runs away. And it's like oh, I put too many on there. There's one scene where the uh, the the bad guy um, he fights the brother Jirumaru, Jerry, and he he kicks him. Jirumaru. He sends he sends him flying across the the courtyard, right, or the building. And it's a massive stunt because he smashes into it. But the problem is that they animate so much green shit, you can't see it. You only see the energy burst. And you're like, oh, I appreciate it, but I bet that was a kick-ass stunt. <laughs> Just behind that. So they get on the, the flying sled, sled. <laughs> the sky sled, and they escape with the princess. And so the guys with the big gun go, okay, the princess is safe now, blow that thing up. But as, it's, as they're about to shoot it, it becomes like a giant enemy crab. <laughs> a giant enemy robot crap. Yeah, because it's it's transforming, right? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's cool. And you think, oh man, this is gonna turn into a thing, and he's gonna turn giant too. But now the, the now nah, movie's over. The, claw- <laughs> the claws come the final out form has fire. been achieved. That's it. Maximum what? damage. Aim at the head. And then everybody realizes who Cyber Ninja is, and he jumps off the sled in a pretty cool falling like effect. It looks super good, like real. It doesn't look. Green it screen or blue pretty screen. pretty fucking fake, but it looks great. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought it was... I totally bought it. So it was real. Before they shoot the gun, they bring uh, the, the gunpowder up and they go, there's there's way more than we need. It's like, ah, chuck it all in there. Uh, that's not how guns work. I think you end up just exploding. We've got five barrels instead of three. Uh, that'll be right. Load it up. We're only going to get one shot at this. Yeah. Might as well use all of it. And this is the, the Star Wars trench. Yeah. Yeah. Blow this thing, kid, and let's get out of here. Kind of, you know. Direct hit. I was surprised nobody turned around and said, "What in a million shot, kid!" <laughs> and it blows up. But not only does it blow up the building, but it sends like this nuclear shock wave, <laughs> and so the the heroes have to outrun it in their sky sled. And as Nathan alluded to, there's no canopy there. It's, no. it's open. And what's great is the model. So that obviously they fire goes across the model. The model is clearly shown burning in the open <laughs> in the open canopy. Like it's it's definitely on fire where the people are. The whole thing is on fire. <laughs> It should have started crashing. I'm like, oh, they didn't make it. But no, they did. They totally did. Because convertibles are impervious. And it ends on a freeze frame. Well, before the freeze frame, so Sky Ninja, Sky Ninja, <laughs> Simon Ninja. He's Sky Ninja now. Jumps out, of, yeah, jumps into the sky and then he lands. And there's a great shot of him landing on like a cliff, rock. Like a rock. Like a big rock. Sort of a jump cut. Yeah. And then they've got like some kick-ass music. And he leaps off the side, and that's the freeze frame. Yeah. One thing I liked when he jumped out of the sky slate is kind of cut the music into you. Because that's all you'd hear falling down. Well, I appreciate even when they're on the sky sled, the hair is blowing. That's good attention to detail. That's good attention to detail. I think, you know what, that's probably my my walk away, my my phrase from this is good attention to detail. Good continuity. Actually, as he's watching the, the sled fly away, I thought that was particularly good because it, it, it gradually gets smaller and then it, it, dis- it disappears and it's, it actually does it really well. Yeah. 
really yeah some of the camera tricks are really well done yeah yeah why can't why can't there be more movies like this there uh, probably are there's probably thousands of them yeah we'll find them we'll all right find them and we'll watch them but that was that was cyber ninja cyber ninja mirror ninja mirror ninja future side story Joy, Joy Cloud. Joy Club. I'm going to be going and playing that Joy now. Luck Club. Joy Kitchen. Tonight. Yeah. All right. You'll play it and you're like, this game's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> probably, it's probably going to be too hard for me. Yeah. My, my arthritic 50-year-old people hands aren't going to work. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Uh, so thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, thumbs up for thumbs me. Up. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Was there anything in this movie that you'd like to go away and maybe try? I'd like to be able to freeze frame and then just move really fast in the air. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, but if there was a, like a really human thing, like a per- that an actual person could do, burst of speed, it would probably be um, some of the kicks and like the flips and stuff are pretty good. Mm. I'd kick and flip like them. Mm. Backwards heel escape. Oh, that is the so spring sick. Heel or whatever it is. That is so sick. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be jumping backwards up a tree. <laughs> I'm just preoccupied with pinheads like uh, Godzilla and stuff like that, and how you hide a human head. And put an extra head on top. Oh, your costuming, your costuming, yes. Yeah, the practicality of yeah. actually doing it. Yeah, I don't, I, these guys wouldn't be able to see shit. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say though is that even though, like, I think the the big problem with people in suits is they tend to overact and they do this uh, moving their arms and their head too much. And I thought that these guys acted really well in their suits and they kept it quite reserved. Um, and then when they did do little motions, it was you know it was nice, more impactful. Yeah, that's right. I thought Future Ninja was a little bit overacting, just a little bit, even though he had the the mask and stuff yeah. that that did emote a bit. But I thought he was doing his like over nodding his uh, head. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know how well this will travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he. Personal opinion. Yeah. No, that's right. I think that's, that's fair. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought his his eyes, his visor, like the way that the visor moved, because like you're saying, like if he if he wanted to convey emotion. Actually, to be fair, I wonder if it's because the uh, the actual shot was frozen and they just animated his eyes. <laughs> no, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure those. Um, I don't think they were frozen. I think that helmet moved. Yeah. Like, okay. I think I don't think it was controlled by the actor though. Yeah. I yeah. think it's controlled by someone else. Oh. Electronics. Yeah. Okay. No, that's probably that probably makes sense because you don't see. And that and whenever they do a close up of his face, he's not in that scene. They mm. just got the helmet and they're just going. Yeah. Control it. Um. I. Well, my fantasy thing is I'd like if I hit something for it, electricity to come out. Oh, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, if not, if it was a real thing, I reckon it would be cool to to act in some of those costumes, especially like the big bad guy with his like fucking kabuki mask type look, uh, and just like throwing robes around with my penis fingers, <laughs> and, and just I, I reckon the funnest thing is like kind of making all these gestures with these special effects you don't see, yeah, and just then seeing it afterwards and just going, holy shit, they just made like lightning coming out of my fingers. It would be funny to see it without. The drawn on lightning and the glowing stuff that's <laughs> gesturing wildly and flapping their hands around. I see it. I see it. What's done? You want, think what would hurt the most? Falling on the rock. Falling on a rock sucked. Suck balls. Getting thrown across the room also would have sucked. Being um, burnt alive in a <laughs> sled. A flying sled. Having to wear a, a an armband when I haven't done any weights, like a <laughs> muscle armband. Guy was wearing like a metallic armband. And, you know, if I've skipped arm day, I'm going to be a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, they should have all been embarrassed. <laughs> so no one was really fit in this movie, was there? Uh, no. No. No, no. the princess? Was she like Amy Kwok? Damn, you know what? That panty shot. Like <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. She was attractive. Yeah. She was attractive, but I have no idea how good of an actor she is because I'm pretty sure she didn't cry on command. I'm pretty sure they gave her onions or something. Yeah. <laughs> they, I dropped that water right into her eye. Uh, look, I thought she was pretty good. To be fair, though, she didn't actually do that much. She yeah. just kind of... She stabbed that she one person. She gave some very sharp looks and did that one move. Yeah, which was shocking. I didn't expect it, which is probably why I remember it more. Not just because of the panties. <laughs> sure. Yeah. A cool sword play, though. Cool sword play. Yes. So that was Cyber Ninja. Uh, if anybody wants to check out the movie, good luck finding it. Um, but it is pretty well... Regarded, it, you know, it's shown up in a lot of by us. Uh, well, no, because you know what I was looking at. I was looking at films like batshit crazy films that you must watch before you die. <laughs> that was one of them. 
I mean, it was batshit crazy. I think it's it was not batshit crazy. Had, they had good, really good intentions between behind making the movie, which you can feel in the special effects. I don't know if that's true, Rachel. You I think? think I think it's I like think, I think this is someone's someone's pet thing where they like the design and stuff. Some video game guys like, man, I'm really cool. I'm really happy with the designs I made. I think those, these will work in a movie. I don't think this is. I think that that's a labor of love. I don't yeah. necessarily think this. The story is a labor of love. I, no. I think I'm just used to really exploitative movies <laughs> in like Hong Kong, where it's just like fuck, who cares? Wong Jing, everything, you know. <laughs> Wong Jing, everything. I bet you they didn't watch the movie. They just read the full, the weird, the full like Joy Club Cloud Future Ninja Sentai. Like that looks crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like that title's crazy. Actually, I, I should say it wasn't though. That wasn't my exact search. My exact search was what is what is the top ten ninja films that you must watch. And this is one of the top ten ninja films. Do you remember what top, top one was? Jewel of Death uh, was We've already up watched there. It. Jewel of Death was up there. Uh, surprisingly, Ninja Scroll, but I don't know if that included animation. Um, Wu Tang versus Shaolin. Could not find that film. Cannot find but it. Wu Tang versus Shaolin. They're both Chinese things. Yeah. So it was Wu Tang uh, versus. Oh, was no? Was it? Sorry, it was Shaolin versus the Ninjas. It was a Lao Kao Luang film. Uh, and it was, it was... I thought you did find it. It's under an alternate title. Is it Heroes of the East? Yes, Is that Shaolin versus Ninjas? Okay, well, that's probably coming up at some point. <laughs> <future episode. laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, the, the way we think of... A lot of the way we think of Ninjas comes from those, like, Jewel to the Death, sort yeah. of, like, a lot of mooks in black, cl- black sh- clothes. Doing backwards jumps. But yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of Japanese ninja films that are ninja films technically because they have ninjas in them, but they don't dress like that and they don't look like that. Well, then they're not ninjas. Well, that, no, they're <laughs> still ninjas, dude. <laughs> if a ninja, they're still sneaking into in places black, and killing people. Well, they should call those like Japanese spies. I know, I know, ninjas are spies. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Before we go, I need to uh, quickly address something. And if you're listening to this in order, this makes sense. If you're not, then our last podcast was Eastern Condors. And we neglected to mention two things about Eastern Condors. One was the music was very cool. It was. Two is a scene where Sammo Hung peels like a leaf and makes a dart out of it and shoots it into someone's neck and they go, Ugh, and die. That's a ninja move, see? Ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Sammo. Ninja Sammo. It's like, it's not like he threw a pineapple at him. He's like, he peeled like a, you know, you, you get like palm leaf or the, something. The string off the end. Like he, he threw that at him. That was a really good trumpet. <laughs> you know what though? He kind of just made that up out of nothing. That must be a legit tactic. That's uh, self-defense tactics for the jungle. Yeah, you or maybe he learned that in the SAS. He <laughs> <laughs> learned that playing netball. Did you know what actually blew my mind, Rachel? Is when you uh, posted the uh, one of the actors was Hang Nor, Hang S Nor, yeah. and he I knew he looked familiar, but I didn't know exactly where he was from. He's from the Killing Fields. He's like a legit actor. He won Oscar, an Academy Award. Yeah. For best supporting actor, one of only two non-professional actors to have won an Academy Award, and uh, just briefly, his, his story is that he was a Cambodian uh, obstetrician slash gynecologist, which sounds amazing. And <laughs> he, but during the Khmer Rouge War, he couldn't sh- tell people, he couldn't show that he was smart, right? No, because so you get killed. You get killed, and his wife was pregnant with a child. He could not deliver the baby because then he would show that he was a learned man. And He's an elite. Both of them would have been shot. Mm. His wife dies in childbirth. So he manages to uh, live during the Khmer Rouge rule in prison camps, living off, well, it says using his medical skills to eat like, you know, like termites and scorpions and shit. I don't think you need you medical just skills. Them. You just eat them. Um, anyway, he managed to escape and then he uh, eventually ended up on the killing fields. And then he dies in a robbery outside his house in LA. I know, oh, it's so man. sad. God, the tragedy, the tragedy. I'm glad we got to address that because, like, that that's an important story. And the yeah, the, the weird Samo thing is not so important, but ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said they're that they're both as yeah. important as each other. <laughs> he said that if, since he was in the Killing Fields, he, the movie, he felt like if anything happened to him after that, he's he's already done his life's work. Oh, shut up. <laughs> that's 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 dying ironically. If I ever say shit like that, you slap me in the face and you say, "Sam, I get to kill you then, right?" Yeah, it's that you, everyone knows that my biggest fear is to die ironically, like to say, "Slip on a banana peel." Yeah, you know, like if I were to say, "I will never die by slipping on a banana peel," then die by slipping on a banana peel. Biggest fear, biggest fear. Uh, next to black holes, I also have a fear of black holes. <laughs>
So uh, if you'd like to get in touch and suggest a movie or give your opinion about this movie or whatever, how can they get in touch? They can get in touch with us, Scott, on Asian Action Cast, Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, are blown uh, away by Cyber Ninja, <laughs> non-stop yeah, special effects. It's reminiscent of Star Wars. A sci-fi samurai. Deliciously original. Look out! Your worthless human soul has been woven into this fortress of demons.